Hi guys, welcome to this week's episode of We Have No Idea. My name is Sanzaini. And my name is Cheeky. How are you today, Cheeky? Um, good. It is a Tuesday, which means it's bonfire next day. Um, we went out to see some bonfires, which is celebrating a terrorist. But as always, it shows the white privilege that exists in this world that we are celebrating a terrorist on this day. Um, but yeah, it's a holiday anyway, so I'll take... I'll take care of this fun, mm-hmm. but let's just not forget where it is, guys. Stay educated and stay blessed. Um, how's your week been, Sims? It's only Tuesday. <laughs> um, it's it's been good. It's been good. Uh, it's been good. It's been good. That's all I can say. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, so this week's episode is focusing on cupping season, Ahoy. as the title um, tells us. And Sims, first of all, I'd, I'd like to ask, mm-hmm. what is your definition of cupping season? It de- so cuffing season it's this time between it's autumn going into the winter where people decide you know what it's getting cold i want to have somebody i want a warm body therefore i'm going to get in a relationship or a situationship to keep me warm through the winter months sometimes well in a worldly sense that tends to have more of a temporary connotation towards it mm-hmm. whereas within the Christian community, I hope it doesn't have that temporary connotation towards it. But, you know, you never know what happens between behind closed doors. Um, that's a fair point. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel so like Christian cuffing season has its own, like, um, definition. I don't think it's based off of, like, climate or temperature, is it? Is it? It's based off of, like... Age. No, I'm joking. <laughs> age, yeah, like, I'm getting to 25. Mm-hmm. Like, my... What's he called in the Bible? My Boaz still has not arrived. <laughs> I've been here praying at the altar, I've been looking left and right of my, with my walk with God, and I still can't see him running his race. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's even taken off yet, and I'm out here being a pro warrior and everything. Um, but I think it's um, more so when it comes to coming season Christianity, people entering into situations that they don't really understand yeah. or haven't fully acknowledged or defined what's going into. Mm-hmm. And we kind of walk into these Christian relationships aimlessly thinking, Oh my God, because they are a Christian man or a woman, it means that it has to be godly, it has to be biblical, mm-hmm. and therefore going to get married full stop. Mm-hmm. And they don't actually analyse the situations that they're getting into. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> we finally agree <laughs> on something. Yeah. Um, and then I guess like coming season then leads into like shooting your shot, doesn't it? <sighs> and then how Christians shoot their shot. It depends. It really depends. Like, as a woman, as a godly woman, we are told to pursue. But then at the same time, you cannot be pursued while you're staying every Saturday night in your home and drinking wine. Like you We're need told to, pu- to pursue. To be pursued. Oh, to be pursued. Yeah. So you need to put yourself in environments or situations where you're most likely to meet with somebody that actually you connect with. Mm. And um, that means actually being part of having social interaction um if your church does like um social nights go to those social nights don't go there with the aim of finding husband go there with the aim of finding a friend and if that friend becomes more yay if not it is what it is so yeah i know and i equally don't like the premise of i guess like christian culture of um males being like this figurehead and then this females being the submissive woman and whatnot 
Um, and I feel as though they should be like submission from both sides because like relationship and any sort of relationship is compromise. Mm-hmm. These are give and take. Um, but I just don't like the idea of like I like there's a woman out here just waiting and praying mm-hmm. for you by the altar. Um, and when the man is ready, he just kind of stops his spotting and bopping and trapping lifestyle mm-hmm. once he's had enough and be like, okay, I'm ready for a godly woman. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Um, I think that's much more I'd say evident within like the black community. I can't speak on other communities because. I have not experienced that mm-hmm. but it just seems to be in a sense like they finally get ready for something serious and it's like okay where's my woman of god i am ready where are you you are pure you are virgin white as snow and i'm ready for you and the same standards don't seem to be held between the two mm-hmm. counterparts when really we should both be living a life above reproach mm-hmm. which i think is a term we've both heard i've heard it a lot um which is a fair statement but i think those definitions have to be established between what is life above reproach and it's like very easy to say but then you get into nuances Mm -hmm. which becomes this gray space that people like to live in Mm -hmm. and kind of accept certain behaviors but not accept others Mm -hmm. so it's a weird one like um yeah you should be like pursued but equally like don't accept everybody shooting their shot because not everything good is for you yeah um and i totally think yeah like don't say yes man if you don't want to just say no just say no this life is too long to be on dates that you don't want to be at you kind of get there and you sit down and you're like ah oh, why am i here i could be at home i put on makeup put on a nice dress had a mint chewing gum everything there's nothing worse than me. like a wasted outfit for a date oh my days oh. like do you know how long it takes to put false eyelashes oh my god like seriously loves her eyelashes. like do you know how long it takes to do your eyebrows and a man then decides to move mad oh just oh and also when a dude shows you who they are believe them okay if they've told you that they're move they've moved mad in the past Mm -hmm. analyze that Mm -hmm. and one thing as well how they speak about their ex-relationships if they said oh yeah my past three girlfriends they were all crazy why were they crazy? Yeah. Because of you. You are the common denominator yeah. in all of these situations. She w- She's just not mad. Okay, one of them might be mad. Mm-hmm. But not all of these women could be mad. Then something about you attracts mad women. Maybe it's time for you to actually take the time to reevaluate your choices and the decisions that you're making within your life. I feel like when it comes to like how... I think when people talk about other people... It is a revelation of the individual's character rather than the person that they're talking about. Yeah. Because um, to be quite honest, like, you can understand, like, when you break up with somebody, there was a once upon a time where you loved that person, where you really genuinely did care about that person. Mm-hmm. And they were a reflection of a certain time in your life because we do date people that are a reflection of us in a certain period of time in our lives, whether within our childhood or within our adulthood or whatever type of thing. And if then you got how you talk about them after it tends to be a reflection of who you are as an individual very true because yeah yeah and also what you crazy meets crazy and when crazy meet crazy you get people like donald trump (sighs) (laughs) i am learning to be mindful i am learning to practice mindfulness these days i do yeah I love a bit of mindfulness. Yeah, like I was reading a research paper on what's the best um, 
meditation app out there and Headspace apparently is the best. Oh, I love Headspace, but yeah. then they started charging me. I used to get free my Spotify, but not anymore. You should renew your Spotify student account. Huh? No, mm. I have, but I used to have to pay for it. No, I don't. There's a certain point that you can't go past within your meditation stuff. And then I meditate on the word instead. The word of God. Now on to purity. Uh, let's discuss purity. <laughs> uh, I'm joking, guys. Um, no, but I'm not joking. Let's discuss purity. Um, within this season of cuffing um, and in Christianity, um, we've had like the hellfire of if you do this, you'll be going to hell. We've had the definitions of like, um, I know certain like youth groups. I remember there's a podcast I listen to called Good Christian Fun, mm-hmm. and it's similar like a take of um, Christian pop culture. Mm-hmm. And they'll talk about how like in youth groups that they'd have like a glass of water, mm-hmm. and then they'd ask everybody to spit in it. And it's like this is a representation of every time you've had sex. And does anybody want to drink this after so many people spat inside it? And I was like, oh, that's just not a good way to teach people about purity because one, it makes the idea of like sex, sex and sexuality just like a bad thing and it's like a dirty word. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, we have to understand it was like a thing created by God so it can all For be intimacy, good. For intimacy, yes. And it has to be done in certain um, parameters and in certain situations. Mm-hmm. And I feel as though people just choose not to acknowledge this because as I spoke before, there's grey areas mm-hmm. in um, all of this stuff. Um, and purity, I feel as though purity just doesn't have to do with, like, are you a virgin? Are you not a virgin? It's not always, like, clicker. I feel as though that's, like, the definition people like to use. Yeah. And people like to use that as a goal. But, like, people have lived and experienced life. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't make them any better or any worse than somebody. Mm-hmm. So in a sense of into this coven season, what would you... Into this cuffing season, what would you... What would we describe purity as? I think purity is something that, like, if you have received the Holy Spirit and you live your life in accordance to the Holy Spirit, if the Holy Spirit is tugging on your heart about something, maybe it's time to reevaluate that decision and that choice. Um, purity, yes, we're talking about it in the sense of sex, but like, yeah, like, I I am aware of Christians who do bits without having penetrative sex, and that technically is not sex, but then. You know, you, you know, know. It's, it's, it's a little sticky, like steel. If it's a bit of a sti- yeah, it's a bit of one of those. And if it is, you know, it is what it is. But like, uh, 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 yeah. yeah, it's one of those, and you you always have to remember that at the end of the day, like the day has happened, that choice has been made, and you can come to God and be like, uh, I messed this one up. But every day you have to keep trying and trying to do better. Mm-hmm. I guess the first is just acknowledging that this pattern or these choices just mm-hmm. aren't in line with god mm-hmm. and that's completely fine because sometimes i guess you don't know until you know better mm-hmm. so um surrounding yourself with people who can keep you accountable to making good decisions mm-hmm. and kind of like checking like mm, are you making the correct choice here mm-hmm. and i guess it's that continuous pattern of choosing to make good decisions will create habits and will create like lifelong uh choices that mean you walk with god Mm -hmm. like your successes come from the habits that you choose to implement every single day Mm -hmm. not by this like one big breakthrough and i think that's the same Mm -hmm. when it comes to purity Mm -hmm. as well Mm -hmm. i have nothing else to say yeah Yeah. um that was good 
Um, I feel like I'm very quiet this episode, yeah. <laughs> um, this one, this one is like a re-record of a previous episode because the, um, the, the one that happened yesterday yeah. it was a lot. Um, the sound quality, so like we had like loads going on in that one, but that it, one hasn't come out. No, it will not come out because yeah it was therapy it was a therapy session for myself i'm not gonna lie um, thanks for being my therapist for an hour <laughs> um but following on from that when it comes to purity it's like choosing who is the one because especially in christian culture we put such an emphasis on like looking for the one look for your boaz the man who's just going to like take you and make you his own and also i have issues about this boaz story there's certain yeah. issues that i have mm-hmm. okay let's let's so, chat about it so boaz and Ruth, mm-hmm. Ruth. I mm-hmm. nearly forgot her name. And I was gonna make up a name because I couldn't remember. It was Ruth. Wow. Yeah. So um, for those of you who don't know, I'll do a short like Bible story. Mm-hmm. And um, I am cheeky. Mm-hmm. My Bible knowledge is limited. I am trying, so don't roast me if I forget certain bits of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, Ruth, husband dies. Um, her her sister, mother-in-law, mm-hmm. sister leaves. Mm-hmm. She's like, now, nah, mother-in-law, I'm gonna stick with you. She what is she ride or die? Huh? Yeah, she's like, I don't like ride or die culture, but I've got to Um, Like, uh, mother-in-law, whatever you choose to do, I follow you. What is yours is mine, what is mine is yours. So then they go to, like, a village somewhere. Um, and then she's trying to get a job, but then she can't get one. And then she ends up, like, picking, like, the scraps of what the workers get. And then she finds out it's Boaz's um, like field that she's in and then Boaz like really loves her and then she goes back to mother-in-law and mother's like you have to secure the bag mm-hmm. so do what you need to do mm-hmm. um, so Boaz is having like a party or something and then she goes into Boaz's bedroom and lays on the floor mm-hmm. and then basically says something like oh I, um, you can have me but I want you to make me um, your wife or something and then she puts her feet her head on his feet or something mm-hmm. I think that's it she shot her shot um, she basically shot her shot and be like, if you want the cookie, you're going to have to put a ring on the finger. Mm-hmm. One of those. Um, and then they get married and they live happily ever after. Well, they, they become Jesus' lineage. Yeah, that's so exactly happily ever after. Mm-hmm. And that. Um, issues I have with that. Firstly, um, Ruth. Why, why is you she hiding? Why were, is she dying? No, you were securing your bag to start off with. Mm-hmm. Like, you were being humble. Mm-hmm. Let's just remember where God took you from. Mm-hmm. Now you got food. Mm-hmm. Bam, bam, bam. Mm-hmm. And secondly, why is mother-in-law now using you as cash point? Because she sees... She, she knows Boaz has the... In the bag. He has the bag. Mm-hmm. And now she's like, okay, do what you have to do. Like, we've got food, but like, can you see steak dinner over there? Secure it. Mm-hmm. So basically, Ruth now goes to And then she has to lay at his feet. Like, in my head, Ruth is a bad bee. So... Yeah, like I feel like all women in the Bible, I just consider them like bad bees, like they can do mm-hmm. as they please. Um, and then she kind of gets to his feet, and then he's like, okay. And I'm like, how busted? You just be like, okay. And yeah, I'm okay, okay. There are issues that I have with that story, and I'm like, oh. everybody says, like, I'm looking for my Boaz, but is Boaz looking for you? Because she had to go to his house. Okay, I, I, okay. So. My understanding of the story of Ruth, yes, she lay on his feet. However, because within that culture, Boaz wasn't the next man in line to marry Ruth. Therefore, he had to go and chat with the village elders, which is where women's lives were in the hands of men. In touch, in chat to the women's, to the village elders, to the family elders, and say, "I am interested in Ruth." And then the person whom she could have married, like lineage-wise, was like. 
I'm not on her like that. Therefore, he did the right thing by going to say, actually, you have showed interest in me. I rate you. I get that. But then let's do this in the right way. As in like, let's get the approval of the elders and type of thing, which Boaz went and did. And he went and got. And um, I respect Ruth for shooting her shot because she saw what she wanted and she went for it. And I was like, my girl, go get what, what's yours. But then at the same time... Did she time, shoot her shot just to secure the bag? I, I, I don't know. I think she did. I don't know. In my head, I definitely think Ruth is a bad B. Uh, yes. And like, her finances weren't great, but like, she was she was getting it done. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a steak dinner, but it wasn't pot noodle. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hmm... I'm still not, I feel like it brings some like good principles as in like, but equally like she waited on her Boaz, but her Boaz died. Did Boaz die? No, not Boaz no, died, her ex-husband died. Yeah, her initial husband died, but yeah. then that's like, it's, I think it's one of those things where it shows, it goes back then to redemption of like, sometimes most women, I'll, excuse me if I'm ignorant or arrogant or whatever type of thing, but like, it's one of those situations where because her husband had passed away she no longer she could no longer find love again whereas she was able to find love and this love is the love that she then went on and like was like look at this one i want this one this one is mine you know well not this one is mine (laughs) but like like she shot her shot basically and she got Mm -hmm. her man but then her man did the right thing culturally and in the god sense as well he went and did his thing i'm not saying like Every guy that you shoot your shot with is gonna pan out. I'm not saying that. Yeah, d- no. D- tr- uh, understand your like, d- three for three. it will not be like that. Yeah, because it's all good and well for you to shoot your shot, Eight but then, but then, is he gonna re- re- uh, reciprocate that energy? If not, we move. He just blocks <laughs> defense. Whoosh. We move. You As take I'm the saying. L and we move. Yeah. Always remember, a man belongs to the streets until he's married. I'm he can still belong to the streets while he's married. There's uh, married men moving saying, mad up When yeah. you go for your coffee dates, ask him. Is does someone think you're their boyfriend? David asks, do you have a girlfriend? Does someone think you are their boyfriend? And if he stutters, mm, he belongs to the streets. Mm-hmm. If you move to a girl and you look in her phone and you're still plus four four, she belongs to the streets. Yeah, I've served people as friends before, like literally friend. The word friend. Yeah, if you are friends. If you are takeaway, if you are Chinese, mm-hmm. if you are Indian dinner, mm-hmm. Domino's, if you are Domino's, sponsor us. Um, you belong to the streets. Mm-hmm. Are there any other instances where? I've never been cheated on, so. Oh yeah, but like that's a clear. Like he doesn't even belong to the streets. He yeah. belongs somewhere, somewhere else. else. Um, I think for me, I was actually having a conversation this evening about this. What it's like. I feel like I've never been in a place where I've allowed myself to be so in so what's the thing to be so in love that that love consumes me does that make sense mm-hmm. I have never so fallen in I've never fallen in love I've loved people I've never fallen in love and I've never put myself in a position where I feel like if somebody was to walk away from me my life will end <laughs> imagine <laughs> like i've never it. like i've never put myself in that position maybe something's wrong with me or something is right with me i don't know mm-hmm. but i've never allowed myself to like i let love in 
but then I'm cautious with the level of love that I then give out because there's levels to this. A boyfriend has an end. It can end at any moment in time. Did you boyfriend and <laughs> husband and yeah. and is the, the afterlife? Yes, and Boyf- and and I pray the person that I truly truly do fall in love with deeply is my husband mm-hmm. and is a person that i end up doing life with for the rest of my life yeah because i remember watching this preach that mike torch did um before the person and he was saying you know like when you get in a relationship when you get married like you get married and then you fall in love with the person yeah. and i was like you're supposed to be in love before you marry the person and then i got in a relationship and then i realized no you truly fall in love with the person when you're married to them because there's a certain level of vulnerability that you need to have as a husband there's a certain level of vulnerability you need to have as a wife for that person and when you live with them in a relational type of way Mm -hmm. they get to see you in your all and if they still accept you in that way and they still love you when in in your raw emotions in your in your pain in your joy and they still choose you then that person you can truly fall in love with them because you 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 have fallen in love with the with the whole individual rather than the one that like puts on makeup and wears skinny jeans on date night and looks cute for one day type of thing mm. and which is all good and grand but like you're only seeing that person for a short period yeah, of time sending their representative. yes uh whereas this person is a person that you live with and you do life with mm-hmm. and if you fall in love with that person that's it i think that's when i will let that love consume me other than that no nah. so do you think that is the one i think there no there isn't there's there's different people at different seasons in your life. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I don't think there's only one individual that's made for us, no. And I think Choices. I think God presents people at different points in our lives mm-hmm. to say, um, what do you think of this one? Do you want to, you know, type of thing? Because I believe that... Because I believe that God is a gentleman and there is nothing, God doesn't predestine one person for you. Mm-hmm. I think God is the kind of person, the God that I, my understanding of God is saying that I present X, Y, Z at this moment in your life. Then you have to consent to say, actually, God, I like this one. Let's see. Free will. No, free will. So he gives us that free will. And then when you, when you consent to then, I believe that God can work with it. But like, God will not just give you this one person who you probably don't really get on with. Yeah, when you make trash decisions, that's all you don't, don't put that on God. Don't put that on God. Let's be serious. As yeah. females as well, we ignore some red flags just to make the situation work. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I want my God. Mm-hmm. And he's not. And you're like, no, so like, I can change him. No, God. <laughs> God's just like, you made your choice. Mm-hmm. There are how many people are there in this world? Two Seven billion. billion. Seven billion. So let's go. Um, we did. We did this month Four, last episode. Yeah, you spoke about this the yeah, last episode. So yeah. probability. Choose a good one. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of flaky ones. Choose mm-hmm. a good one. It's not that hard. Mm-hmm. I said you say it like when you're single, but it's, it's really not that hard. When you look back, you're like, oh, that was a bad decision. Mm-hmm. So let's do better. Uh, men and women included, because it was 2019. 
men and women are both equally trash. Yeah, Chiku just found out that Solange knows allegedly cheated on her husband. Allegedly. 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 So don't come and sue us. Um, I'm choosing not to believe it right now. I'm going to say he misinformed because I like Solange and I didn't want that. They were one of my black power couples and I really liked them. So let's not believe the streets because oh. the streets talk. Yeah. And the streets wants to see our people fail. So I ain't doing that. I'm not subscribing to it. I'm not involved. I really am not involved. <laughs> I think I stopped idolizing, not even idolizing, like, so I acknowledge people's fame and presence and all that kind of stuff, but it doesn't govern how I function. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So I don't subscribe to this, like, um, what is it, relationship goals type of thing, mm-hmm. because I feel like at the end of the day, people will fail you. Mm-hmm. and your relationship goals should be the ones that you and your partner set is like saying okay as a duo we would like to achieve xyz by then if we want to get our degrees we're going to get our degrees mm-hmm. if we want to get a mortgage we're going to get a mortgage if you want to have kids by yourself, then yeah. it gets messy if you do it to people sorry just don't get your own house let's start building wealth individually so continue let me drop some financial knowledge. <laughs> I'm sorry, continue. You're building. If you're gonna build with your partner, those are the goals that I'm talking about in regards to what, as a re- in that relationship, what kind of productive things are you producing essentially? And when it came, when it comes to, yes, I'm all for like financial wealth and making sure that you've got your shit together prior to being within the relationship and all that kind of stuff. However, what I'd say when it comes to relationship goals, those are the goals that I subscribe to. I don't look at Jay-Z and Beyonce and say, oh, they're goals because guess what? They are human. They are fallen and they are broken. And yes, it's good and well to have couples who've gone the journey and things to chat to and they'll help you navigate similar situations. Mm-hmm. That is a beautiful thing to have and that is an incredible thing to have. However, don't worship another person's relationship. Don't worship your own relationship in the first place. Worship God. Mm, no, I liked their relationship in the sense of um, them as business partners when it came to Solange's career, how they've strategized mm-hmm. in that sense. And even his video and his um, how he directed that whole album. Mm-hmm. So I really liked that side. Mm-hmm. And that sounds cute. The, so I don't think I know them like that to say that I subscribe to them. But I just liked their business relationship. It's not his son. It's her son. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, she had a child in her previous marriage. A marriage? Yeah. And I liked her wedding pictures. Oh, I, really I feel like you would have a wedding like yeah, Solange. Really, I'm not really going to lie. I liked her wedding pictures. That whole vibe that yeah. she had was really cool. That's the kind of wedding that you would have. I'm not gonna. Oh, let me not even speak about marriage. I said it today. I can't even afford to marry myself right now. <laughs> um, so yeah, and oh, marriage is long. Like I speak to people who are in marriages and like ch- couples in church around this, and it is so much commitment and yeah, commitment and like compromise and sorry that stuff. It's a lot and. I'm in final year, so obviously like I'm not even thinking about that. But even after final year, I still have another three years of accounting exams to do on top, mm-hmm. which is oh, I just I just don't want it. If, if there was a way I could reproduce with myself, I feel like that would be a good option right there. It's called cloning. 
Huh? No, just like a baby version of me if I ever get like broody because like, I don't know. You can borrow like, my siblings for a day. Yeah, I like living in the fantasy that's in my head. I feel like that's one skill as an only child. I have like really good conversations with myself mm-hmm. and entertain myself. I feel like, like yeah, I just do that for the rest of my life. Fez? <laughs> Fez? Uh, but our last topic as well, mm-hmm. standards. So what standards should we be taking in this coming season if we are? Who you are and what you want. Because at the end of the day, in communicating that with the other person, because at the end of the day, you can't come and die, I suppose. Mm-hmm. So, for example, I, myself. myself. Like, I know that I'm a relationship person. I know I'm not, like, a hidden and quitted type of person. That's just not me. And communicate that. Like, just, yeah, be honest about who you are. And communicate your standards and say, establish your boundaries. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not doing X, Y, Z. I'm not doing this till this. Um, Your prerequisite. Not, not, this makes it sound like it's prescribed, but, like, in this cuffing season you need to be in a place where you can protect yourself and your heart mm. and you need to be honest with what you want and you need to have those conversation with the individual if that person doesn't meet those standards they'll be quick to tell you that actually that's not me and that's okay you can yeah. part there's nothing wrong with becoming friends with the individual that you've been dating it's just that like it wasn't going to work for you it mm. wasn't the right fit for you so i think it takes knowing of oneself and it takes honesty and vulnerability mm-hmm. yeah. yeah the dude just might be cute and that's it full mm-hmm. stop mm-hmm. um one thing <laughs> um we just went out for bonfire night and i was with my friends and we're just like there's like a particular service in the morning that there's like lots of attractive people but they always sit on the balcony so you can never see them mm-hmm. but you always like see them as they're leaving you're like darn but it's fine especially like to in church to find like that girl or that guy just attractive and that's it mm-hmm. and sometimes i guess we create like wishy-washy standards mm-hmm. to be in line with how we were feeling at that time and it's like oh but i just have a feeling that he's the one or she's the one oh, i just have a feeling that we're compatible on this level there's just lots of areas of compatibility and even like the rise of like reality tv shows mm-hmm. where these people like they say because of you answer this way it means that you guys are meant to be the perfect partners mm. and then those people have tried to force a situation that just isn't working one of my colleagues and i which was like oh when, when i go on a date and i find out his birthday i look at the um star <laughs> sign <laughs> we're really just dictating like <laughs> it was funny 45 characters on a website to dictate who you date mm-hmm. like relationships are too difficult for the answer to be that simple oh yes but then is is it actually to the to all of you who know astrology and stuff is it actually real like because every time whoever i've dated and actually did the compatibility thing it always says we are compatible despite whatever star sign they are and look at you now look at me now we're here <laughs> i don't know where this sadness has come from <laughs> I feel like I sound like super salty. Like I am a lover of like people and a lover of like attractive men. So yeah. <laughs> I'm tired. I want to go. Like there's just people just like eh, swipe out of here, man. 
but yeah, like let's create like standards and boundaries that are in line with the things that we want. Mm-hmm. Because once you fall below that, it's quite hard to build those again. Mm-hmm. Because there's a certain expectation now created for me from that other person where mm-hmm. they think, oh, I can get away with this. Oh, this is how we should do this. Oh, she'd be cool with this. Mm-hmm. And then those things start to snowball. So just um, create a space that is healthy for you and mm-hmm. healthy for the people around you. Mm-hmm. Um, and just don't make it messy, guys. Like, nobody likes mess. Mm-hmm. And it gets long. Mm-hmm. So let's just try to be better every day mm-hmm. and make better decisions this cuffing season. I remember you can always get a hot water bottle. Oh, or a teddy bear like I did. I actually got a giant teddy bear so I can hug when yeah, I go to bed. So I'm not gonna lie. Oh, I love Mr. Sweetface. Mr. Sweetface. Yeah, his name is Mr. Sweetface. He's very caramel. He's dark chocolate. Oh, okay. Mm. Just, mm. Wow. Just, mm. <laughs> mm. But yeah, we are lifting up standards and choices, guys. Make good choices mm-hmm. because they might have to stick with you for 18 years legally. Um, and the next thing we are lifting up to prayer in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Not my love life. But our iTunes reviews. Yes. Um, we love creating this podcast and we love the opportunity to speak to you guys and the people that listen. And we're really shocked that people even listen and take time to um, listen to our rambles and just these things that we put on the internet. Again, this is therapy for me. Um, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. This is free uh, therapy. Um, and we would love more people to hear about this podcast and have an opportunity just to laugh and forget out the pressures of the day, the pressure of life and whatever they might be going through. I just put a bit of Jesus in their life. So if you could please give us a five star on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening to this on and that just helps with the algorithms and um, just ensures that other people get to listen to this podcast. Mm -hmm. And the next thing we are lifting up is our Instagram. At WHNI underscore at we have no idea. My personal Instagram handle is at I am sans. And I am the life of Cheeky. Um, and as always, we're just going to close in the prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so God, we come to you now. We thank you for this podcast. We thank you for winter time. We thank you for the cold and the snow. Mm-hmm. And we know that we are all Africans originally. So I just don't think this was made by you. But climate change is real. So I'll accept it. Um, I thank you, God, um, for just community and the humans that we have around us. We thank you that you created such beautiful people. Yeah, I thank you created the beautiful people that we are and that you made us in your likeness. And we thank you that we get to find people attractive, but mm-hmm. before that, create standards of the things that we want and require in our life and create boundaries for the people that we choose to let in. And we just pray that we continue to make good choices that are in line with you and the will that you want for our lives. And we choose to do better and we choose to make good choices in this 2019 into 2020. Um, and in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for listening, guys. We shall see you next week. See you later.